What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome into what we could probably call another Justin Fields Monday. <laughs> Adam Hogue, Corey Wooten, Mark Carmen all here. What's up? Good job yesterday, Carm, holding down the fort. Where were you? How did you... You knew that that was coming. You specifically... Knew what? That the Bears were somehow going to blow a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter yeah. to the Detroit damn-ass Lions, and you just didn't want it. You didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with it. I got a lot to deal with. I, I, I have a lot of confusion today about the reaction to all this. We're going to discuss it. We're going to yeah. break down. I was at the DNVR bar. That's a good job. In, in oh. Denver yesterday watching some of that game. Unfortunately, I had to leave right... I think it was like right as the Lions scored to make it <laughs> 24 oh, so you catch so you, a flight. So you... Didn't get on that flight thinking the Bears had won. You knew that. No, no, I knew by the time I got to the airport they had lost. Oh, okay. Blown it. And then I got home and I rewatched the whole game last night and I realized with all this scribbling on this piece of paper, it was a terrible fourth quarter. Really I mean, bad. I understand everybody like is happy about the cornerback and cares about, you know, the future and all this stuff, but you can't lose that game. Are you guys nuts? Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. It's, like, it. There's so many bad things that happen by people who matter, by the way, for the future. We're going to get into it. Yeah. It, it, was, it was disappointing, right? We, we lost to the Fighting Campbells. They came back. They came back. I mean, they, they've been in every game, right? But this is a game that we had on lock, right? Like the Jack Sanborn interception and then the, the hands to the face. You know, at, at the time, I thought it was. And then we looked, we looked back at it. And it was because of what happened to the play before, right? Jalen Johnson and and was it Raymond were going back and forth. Yep. Yep. And uh, he got hands to the face on the on the previous call, and then he got mad about it, and he tried to jam him, kind of hit him in the throat, and Raymond flopped. And it really shouldn't have been a penalty, though. I I thought it was at first, but then we looked it back. Yeah. I was like, man, he flopped. It's it's should. it's funny that you say that because we were talking uh, before you got in today. That I said it was a flop too, and and Adam's like he's laying there for an hour. Like if it, it was an unbelievable flop, if it was a flop. Like I'm not even no, sure he if it was, was legitimately hurt. That's why I think he got hit in the throat. Oh, like a throat chop. Yeah, because because <laughs> if you just got hit up here, I. So so okay, so you don't think it was a flop? You think it okay, was a flop? I think it was a flop. I think I, I I think I don't think he really got hurt. I think he was flopping, trying to accentuate he, it. And he went over well, some. It was, regardless, it wasn't hands to the face. It was a bad call. And yes. it negated an inter- interception. Yes, exactly. It probably would ice the game. Right. Exactly. And I'm seeing Braggs in the in the chat here saying, like, you better have my back, Corey. I don't know what that's about, but and I'm I'm kind of rewinding yesterday's show and Braggs. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me call out Braggs for one second yeah. here, okay? Because Braggs <laughs> like waking up this morning, all about the tank win, all excited about the six overall pick or whatever the Bears have right now. He blamed the refs yesterday. And then I listened, because I didn't have a chance to listen to you guys until this morning when I drove down here. So I put the pot on from yesterday. I'm listening, and all Braggs is doing for the first 30 minutes of the show is bitching about everything about how the Bears lost. Yeah. So which lane are you in, buddy? Well, he's also. It was also all about the refs. He didn't want. Yeah. There was no. There was no pointing of the thumb. You, you should be happy me. about the refs. If you're if you're so excited about getting the sixth pick, you should be. You should be thrilled that the refs are are as bad as they are. Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, right? Come That's on, Braggs. Braggs. Right? Can 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 we pick uh, one side of this? It's uh, it's Doctor Brickle and Mister Hyde. <laughs> Doctor Brickle. Okay, I like that one. I like that one. You know what? A great take for somebody who's in the tank lane should have said yesterday. Listen, if we could have only avoided a monster soon 
on opening day against the 49ers. And if we didn't have the Roquan, whatever that was, miracle against mm-hmm. the Texans, Bears could easily be winless. And now you got that number one overall pick. That'd be a good take for the tankers out there. I mean, yeah. I, I, those are I, bad wins at this point. I don't know. I hate when I hate when people say about tanking. Like I know, no, no, no team usually is is purposely. I mean, I guess the Dolphins wanted uh wanted to when um what's his name? But Brian? that's per- yeah. perfect example. Like even if the owner wanted to tank or yeah. whatever. Like, the players on the field aren't doing that. Exactly, and that looks bad on the coach. The coaches aren't doing yeah, that. Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't do that. The, so. the coaches might have tanked yesterday. Let's just not, no. let's just not play Chase Claypool. Let's do that. Let's, let's, throw, let's throw Jalen Johnson out there with one leg. Let, let's do that. I mean, that, that was – I know, in a, se- in a season, essentially, it doesn't yeah. matter at this point, right? Like, yeah. one, one of your key players, like, that's a, there's a shutdown corner, right? You're putting him out there when he's not 100% in a season – where it essentially doesn't matter. Like, they're not making the playoffs. Like, I, I kind of didn't understand that. Yeah, there's, I have a lot of questions. We're going to go through the entire fourth quarter. I, I have an overall point we'll get to in a second. That I just a lot see. of red ink. Yeah, there's a lot of red, <laughs> not a lot of green, some orange on here. I don't even know what the orange means. Um, we got to start with Monday Loafs, though. Oh, boy. That's unfortunate. So I have a player in mind. Okay. But do you just want to call yourself out or – yeah, so I, I do actually. <laughs> I do. Uh, so we, this is new, and 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 this would also fall under the loaf category. But you know, as as perfect as I am as a human being, organization <laughs> is not necessarily my number one attribute. And we added a new Monday meeting. Of course, I didn't put it on my calendar. Of course, I didn't think about it at all. Of course, I was doing a lot this morning. Uh, I was over at. Your Fox 32, and then I was, I'm, I'm, I'm moving apartments, so I was doing that. I had things going on, and then I get back to my phone. I see a missed call from Hogue. I see a missed text from Hogue, and I, so I miss the morning after the Lions big time 8:30 Bears meeting, and it, being a no show at that is, it's, it hurts my heart that I wasn't there. So it's a loaf. It's a bad job. It's, it's really. I mean, it's not quite a fireable offense, but it, it's, 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 it's a double, it's a double loaf. It's, it's a double, it's a double loaf. Well, what a, would happen if you missed a Monday morning meeting after a loss? That's, that's probably like a $20,000 fine. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. Yeah, that next check, man, is, you're like, where, where'd my money go? How about 20 bucks? <laughs> we, we could How about a $20? I, I think we could, uh, we could do some level of an equivalency to that 20000 and get, I, I don't think it's 20 bucks. I think it's like $2. Just, but just, How about you bring a coffee in the morning and we'll call it? All right, great. Coffee yeah. tomorrow. That's d- done. For me done. or even do trade. I get one? For everybody, instead of twenty twenty, uh, you know nice what? I, you know what I'll do. Wednesday, we got a Wednesday meeting at eight thirty, but that's on that's a Zoomer. So I'll, I will, wait, these aren't even really meetings; they're like ten minute calls. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How about this? This coming Sunday, Bears Falcons. I I will bring in a, a nice little bagel something for the crew. How's that? Does that does that satisfy? Hey, I'm, sounds good to me. I oh. like it. That'll okay. be the finest okay. bagels that right. money can buy. Huh? I, I, <laughs> I, I earned that one, uh, and I love that Greg Braggs is now paying to, for us to talk about him because we love you. Oh, Braggs. What do you <sighs> say? By the way, my other loaf, my real loaf for yeah. the game, did anyone watch Eddie Jackson on the last play of the game? The third down run that they had to clinch yeah. it? Oh, no, don't. Really? Oh, my. He didn't even try to tackle the guy. How, how come? How it's come? The game's on the line. I get it that they're probably not going to score yeah. anyway. It would have been a miracle. Yeah. But they, you want your job right there is to get the offense the ball back. Exactly. It, you have to make a stop. It's third and what was it? Third and seven. Yeah. Third and seven. They gave up in 
a seven yard run and he just like barely threw his shoulder into the dude didn't even yeah. try. that's terrible look it, so it, it seems like you know he didn't care at that point in time like i understand uh, that like the the season isn't what we thought it would be or what they thought it would be but you if you're out there you got to give 100 percent effort every time especially when the game's on the line like most teams can stop. Like when you know a team is running the ball, like okay, let's load up the box. We know they're not going to pass the ball. We can stop them, right, and give our offense the ball back. Not the Bears team. It's 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 frustrating. It's very frustrating. And Carm, you brought that up about the defensive line. Remember we talked about the offensive line or defensive line. Carm, you were right. We were all wrong because this these defensive line, line. Uh, with the exception of Justin Jones, I, I I don't I don't understand how they they can't rush the passer. They can't stop the run. And then you know what that does? That changes the coverage, right? They have to be looser on them. That's why all these, you know, intermediate throws were, were five yards off them because they have all day. Jared Goff had five, six, seven, all the way up to ten seconds out there. They actually, statistic-wise, uh, statistically, they were way better against the run yesterday than they have been all season. They held been 95 yards, under four yards a carry. Yeah. And there were some flash moments. But then you also look at it like, who actually can play on this defensive line? And, and, and if I can rewind back to the Eddie Jackson point, Jake Flanagan, our GM, is the most positive Bears fan in the history of the planet. And even when, you know, Santos misses the extra point, ah, no big deal, oh, that pick, oh, that's okay. When, when they gave up the eight-yard, nine-yard run to ice the game, that's the only time that Flanagan flipped out. <laughs> he, he, he lost it on Eddie Jackson and the, the Bears defense at that point. Come on. You got to at least give us a chance. But, like, you can't stop it when you know that there's that no bad. chance that Detroit is bad. Like, there is 0% chance that they are passing the ball at all. You just got to yep. stop the run, yep. and you can't do it. Yep. And it, it is something that's plagued this team all year. And I, I, f I feel bad. Like, it's tough for Allen Williams to call when you just don't have the personnel. Like, they, they just don't. Like, it's – it's, it's sad. The, the defense actually, though, played well enough to win yesterday. They had a very good third quarter. You just can't have the pick. You can't have the penalties. And you also, uh, to talk in circles here against myself, mm -hmm. to just too many on third down could not get off the field. But they did – they, the, they didn't lose the game yesterday because of the defense. They well, well, let's start there because I, I want to go through the fourth quarter. Let's throw up uh, Braggs' super chat. We'll save the other one for a little bit later if we can uh, when it fits in. But Braggs, Bra you know, Braggs is, uh, doing, Braggs is Braggs today. Yeah. Great, great uh, video, by the way, Carm. Everyone should check out at the Carm on Twitter of him doing a Braggs Monday morning impression Braggs from in the car. Braggs <laughs> That was fantastic. Um so Braggs is all about the tank win today. Didn't sound that way yesterday post game, but here he is today. Let's walk and chew gum at the same time. The rest were a huge reason the Bears lost. That's why I'm not going to drill the team for blowing it. Yes, they were a part of it. Tank win. Accept it. Love it. Live it. So I think my this is like sort of the premise of my entire uh, day and show here. I am I am all about defining things as a tank win when they actually like last week against the Dolphins. Tank win, right? Overall, the players that matter going forward, most of them played well. The quarterback was outstanding. You got beat by a better team. You got a better yeah. draft pick out of it. Everyone, I understood why everyone was feeling good about this. This was not a tank win. And we're going to go through the fourth quarter. I'm going to explain to you exactly why it's not a tank win. Okay? And we start right away by saying it. Justin Fields overall played outstanding. He's going to be in the blue chip category when we do the grades tomorrow. It's an amazing thing that 
the city should continue to celebrate and will celebrate. And I believe that the things he didn't do in the fourth quarter well will come around in the passing game. I, yep. for, I truly, truly believe that. So we can be optimistic about that. But if you only want to be optimistic about the quarterback and not pay attention to everything else that matters, you can be the 5-4 and four Los Angeles Chargers before you, before you know it. That's true. Because that is a team that has their quarterback and a whole bunch of problems around him. Yeah. And they're 5-4 and four because they have a great quarterback and nothing else really going on while that's, that's working. And that, you don't want to become that when it's all said and done. This whole thing needs to be built up. And right now, I see way too many things that are concerning here when you blow a 24-10 lead to a team that literally had not won on the road since Dan Ever. Campbell became the head coach. And what was the other one? Um, Fox showed this on the broadcast. The Lions had not won a game when down 14, entering the fourth quarter since October 31st, 1993. Uh, what? Barry Sanders was still playing, right? 1993. <laughs> the Bears are also the first team in the history of the football league that uh, to score 29 points, three at least 29 points in three straight weeks and lose all three of those games. I mean, there's some historic things that are happening uh, happening that are great for Justin and very, 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 very concerning about the rest of the operation. Yeah. So what to 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 me the most concerning is the defense, right? You put up. 30 points in, what, four consecutive games or with the Dallas game, 29, uh, you should be able to win the game, right? The defense is, is not giving them a chance. I understand what you're saying. They didn't play as bad as you think. But, like, Jared Goff, like, when he played for the Rams, when, when this, this defense was rocking with Vic Fangio and company, how bad did he play when you got pressure on him? Yeah. He's, he's, he's irrelevant. Like, he's one of those quarterbacks, when you get in his face, you pressure him, he, he cannot play well. And we just knew if, if if we could dial up a blitz or something early on, and then we're go, we're rushing with four, which I kind of didn't understand because I'm like it just it just handcuffs the secondary at that point. When they rush with four, they're rushing with three, essentially. That's that's how bad that's how bad they we're are right now. I'm not here to to act like the defense was was good in any way, shape, or form. But just naming what what yeah. what happened, pick six is not on the defense. They gave up 24 points in the game. Yep. That should have been enough to win. They, they, to the golf point, they can't get pressure. Yeah. And, and I don't, like, late in the game, he's dialing up, he being Allen Williams, he's dialing up DeAndre Houston Carson on a weird blitz. And, and, and because he's that's getting, how desperate they are right, right now. Right, but, but he's getting, but he, he, he's getting picked up even before he gets to the line of scrimmage. I mean, it's like, oh, it's yeah. just so pedestrian. Like, I don't, it, I, it, and it, people it. were screaming for it. I was screaming for it. Blitz more, Allen. Do something, Allen. You're, yeah. But, but like, and then you just watch. It's like, oh my God, this is. But this is why this matters. Like, I know everyone's so concerned about the quarterback, and it's great that he's doing well. But, but Travis Gibson matters. Yeah. Okay, Dominique Robinson matters. If, if neither one of those guys, you, and Brian Poles probably went in the season, like, let's hope one of those two players becomes a starting defensive end. So when we get to the offseason, I don't have to replace both of them. Mm -hmm. And I get that Robinson's still a young fifth-rounder who might need mm -hmm. more than one year to develop, but you're looking for an answer. Gibson's gone backwards. He has. He has regressed 100%. Like, after last year, right, having seven sacks off the bench, and, you know, when he took over when Khalil Mack got hurt, you're like, okay, I, I, I see the progress from him. Early on in the season, right, the Green Bay game, he had some really good rushes in there. And then all of a sudden since then, nothing. 
Especially so. since Robert Quinn got traded. Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost like that deflated everything. I I really he, don't know. It just doesn't look good when you watch him. He is getting physically beat, and there's just not a lot going on. And I, Alfredo, I I know that I'm not blaming Justin Fields for the Bears' loss at all. On the I I understand that he addressed that he came right back and took him down the field on the third play after the pick six. I I got it. I'm just I'm. The, the the quarterback's not perfect, but the quarterback is really, 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 really good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not on Justin Fields at all. I'm just saying that you can't put it completely on the defense. Every, they, every everybody's got a hand in this one. So, Inclu- so let's do this. So, right as the fourth mm-hmm. quarter quarter started, the last play of the third was a, a horrendously awful punt by by Fox on the Lions that That's somehow bad. managed to roll uh, thirty yards with a very nice bounce. The, I don't. That was just a like a line drive missile that came off the foot wrong. Um, and even that didn't go the, the Bears' way. But this is where, to your point, I'm going to back you up. And, and by the way, my take is this was a four-phase meltdown in the fourth quarter. Offense. I agree. Defense, special teams, coaching. That's why it's so concerning. It goes way beyond the Justin Fields conversation. It, these coaches are going to be here going forward. There's yeah. defensive players I'm about to bring up that you just drafted this year that made – Mistake after mistake after mistake. There's a cornerback who either was bad or shouldn't have been on the field at all, which then falls on the coaching. So, offense, though, this is your opportunity to ice the game. It's 24 to 10. Even if you just go on like a 10 play field goal drive, the yep. game's probably game's over. over. 100%. They go three and out, an awful three and out. Alex Anzalone makes all three plays yep. for the Lions. Great job by him stepping up and making a play. Um, I'm at, and, and to be honest, people don't want to hear this. So, uh, Justin Fields never want to hear anything about bad about Justin Fields. Put your earmuffs on. Don't hear this. The ball to Komet on third down wasn't good. Komet was open. He had at least a yard, maybe even a yard and a half, two yards on the defender. I forget who the defender was. And he, he either threw a back shoulder or he just made a bad throw. You're right. He was open. It, to me, it was an underthrown back shoulder. Maybe a little bit of contact, but. They could have called it. That they could have. The ball could have been better. He had the guy beat. I, and, and by the way, I guarantee you I'm not saying anything that Justin Fields and Luke Getze aren't talking about this morning right now either at House Hall. Exactly. The same exact things being talked about when the tape comes and, out. And by the way, on the punt after that, they, the Bears held on that punt and gave them great field position. Special teams. Right, well, there right. you go. Offense, special teams right there. Let up, let up yeah. a touchdown last week, block punt. Yep. Right? That, that stuff yep. matters. That we win that game if there's no block punt. Absolutely, right? <laughs> absolutely, and, and, and so it, it really is on all these phases. Now let's get to, and, and this is something I got to get on you guys about. I got to get on brags about. Not you, you weren't here yesterday. You're, you're in the clear. Uh, you, you guys put too much on the refs on that, on the out of bounds late hit call on Kyler. Yeah, it's slash, a bad call. It's a bad call. It's not a bad call. First of all, what you didn't mention that I'm not sure I've heard anyone mention, Kyler Gordon. Missed a sack in the backfield when that play started. <laughs> he did. You he make did. that play and none, nothing else matters. Right. Especially against Jared Goff. Yeah. And it's on first down. They probably go three and out and have to punt. It's Jared Goff. It's Jared Goff. He it's can't It's not move. Justin Fields. It's not Lamar Jackson. It's well, not Jalen Hurts. Come on. Yeah, that, that's, an, that's an excellent point. And then Gordon tries to make up for it because he's pissed that he missed it. So he's going to overdo it. And then, but, and then before after. Before you even get to that, yeah. it's, that's your second round pick. He matters. I guarantee – I got a tweet right before the show started. Oh, Ryan Poles is probably laughing at all the media today complaining about how the Bears lost that game. Yeah. I guarantee you Ryan Poles isn't laughing about Kyler Gordon missing that sack and then compounding it with a penalty later on in the, in the, in the down. Yeah. And here's the issue 
that, yeah. that I bring up a, a, as, a, as a coach now, okay? Because we had multiple hunt. plays this year where one of our players got called, which was probably a legal hit, not blocking the back, not blindside, probably legal. But it was a bang-bang that could gone either way that anytime an official sees something because of player safety these days, they're going to call it. And the coaching point there in our games was, dude, just put your hands up and get in his way. You don't need to blast somebody out of bounds, even if it technically is legal when we turn on the tape. Do not give the officials an excuse to make that call. And this is where sometimes I question, and I'd love to hear your perspective mm -hmm. as a player on this, Corey, about this hits principle. I think there's been multiple times this season where the hits principle has actually backfired because you got players that are so concerned about a mistake they made or getting called for a loaf that they overdo it. Coming from behind and punching the ball nine times out of ten is the right thing to do. But on a quarterback running out of bounds and giving himself up, yeah. it is just a mistake. It's a mistake. Yeah. Don't do it. There's no – even if you hit the ball, it goes out of bounds. There's no – got to have better I, awareness there. Before you just completely – I just, just want to say that I love officially you taking Sundays off because this is a strong take right here. Go ahead. You're, <laughs> I don't know if we would have gotten no, this without your day I, off. I, I this, gonna, this is great. I was going to say, like, yeah, the, the call was questionable, you know, but I agree with Hogue. Like, you can't so put I. yourself in that situation. You know the way they're protecting quarterback. When you obviously know he's going out of bounds, you just leave it there, right? And he was trying to make up for a play, and it's just like it's just one of those things that you're like it's close, but you can't you can't even let it be close no, no because they're going to call it every time for their favorite. Right, no argument from me. I'm holding on to that Gordon is right, and he technically is that shouldn't have been called. However, dude, he's going out of bounds. Yeah. You're not going to gain anything. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're you're just putting yourself. You're 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 putting yourself in in potential harm. Officials are human beings. They make bad calls. Way and. And that's what ended up happening. Cause, and then, go, I, you know what pisses me off actually the most about that play? Well, maybe not the most, but also, Goff acted like he was just, like it was like That he was part assaulted. was ridiculous. That like, part I yeah, agree with yeah, you. Yeah, like, dude, no, you, he, he didn't touch you. You just fell down because you're not a great athlete. And then you slid, <laughs> and then you acted like you were, got trampled by some 300-pound dude. Quit being such a whiny little, you know, yeah. you know, I mean, come on, Jared Goff. That was lame. I guess, I guess the, one, the one positive thing, right, is effort to the ball, right? So that's one thing, right? right? Sure. Yeah. So I guess that's a positive, right? You'd rather a penalty be in something like that, right? You're, you're running to the ball and all that. And I understand what you're saying about the hits principle, how it's going over the top. But as, as a coach and a player, you're like, I'd rather somebody be going balls to the wall. You call that an effort yeah, penalty, an, right? an effort penalty. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with yeah. that, right? But he just got to know a little bit better. Hey, right. peel off to the side, something just, just – you, you got you to get away from him. Right. But I just start with – Make the tackle. Make the play in the backfield, yeah. and none of it matters. Exactly. And now they're now they got like a first and twenty, or second and twenty. I mean, because it's yep. a sack. Yep. They're behind the chains. They're probably punting again. The game's probably over. Like it, this is where it comes down to. It. Like, <laughs> it, it, yes, there, some of them were on the referees for stupid calls, but if you make that play in the backfield, it's probably over. Yes, and if if you. Uh, it should have been probably over or over a thousand times. Which is kind of the general point of what I'm getting at here. And and almost every single one of these, it's players that matter for the future. Um, we went over the illegal use of hands. You know, uh, it, 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 it was a bad call. But Jalen Johnson also went over the top with the one right before. 
We, Woot and I looked yeah. at this right before the show started. He's like grabbing on his face, man. Right in front of that same referee. Yeah. The referee was looking to call. Exactly. Don't give him, a, again, I go back to don't give the referees a reason to make a bad call. Yeah. Raymond baited him. He knew what yeah, he was doing. Yeah, he baited him, baited and, then him. He, and he probably He pulled the Dennis Rodman, right? <laughs> like Carl Malone, yeah. right? You keep baiting the whole time. You're pushing him the whole time. And then when you turn away, then then uh, Carl Malone pushes him. And all of a sudden, yeah. the ref's like, yeah. So that's, that's what that was. Well, and, and the one I'm thinking about with, with Jalen is – it's a bigger sort of overall, you're the head coach, you're in control, you're the hits principal. You don't allow, in theory, your premium players to, in essence, tell you what to do because, quote, I'm healthy coach, I'm good coach. No, 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 no. You're, you're the fluce. You're, you are, you don't play that game. You're, you, you make the best decision, and you, you're not exactly worried about being best friends with everybody like, like Matt Nagy. And what, what would have been great leadership yesterday from a head coach would be like, dude, Jalen, I appreciate it. I love you, 33. I love that you, uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you're trying and you want to help, but you are not helping us right now. So, you're, so get healthy, and maybe we'll see you in Atlanta. And, and, and by the way, we'll try to win this game so when you do come back, the games will actually matter which we are at, we're almost at the point where they don't. We're not quite there yet, but we're, we're awful close. A uh, quick shout-out to Dupes uh, in the uh, Super Chat land. Uh, he says, thank you, Hogue. I've been banging the drum that there is something off with the D. The Joes are bad, but something is wrong with the coaching up part. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I tweeted this last night, too, as I was rewatching the game. I just, look, I realize they don't have the most talented players. I just would have thought that for a defensive coaching staff, mm-hmm. bringing in this hits philosophy – we would not see so many plays with bad eyes, missed assignments, yeah. blown coverages. Not like that's not talent. That's that, discipline. That's discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's getting coached up, understanding your scheme. Yeah. And yeah. and we broke one down. I encourage people to check it out. I think it's up on the uh, at chgo underscore bears. We broke down a play that which actually is next on my list here in the fourth quarter, right after. The, you know, again, that was a bad call. Jack Sanborn probably ices the game with the interception. 100%, that's a bad call. But the very next play is a first and nine. First and goal from the nine. And it's another example of just the... the, the and you can explain it. Yeah, yeah. the touchdown, yeah. John A. Swift, multiple yeah. players exactly. making simple mistakes yeah. that it's not talent. Yeah. So so on that play, right, the, uh, the counter, they had both guards pulling, right? The right and left guard, right? So Nicholas Morrow, first and foremost, right? He sees his guard pull. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to run with him, right? He's got to come over the top to, and scrape, right? Sanborn did what he was supposed to. He went in the backfield in his gap, but then Dominique Robinson at the point of attack, he's standing up in a two-point stance, which I've never seen. They're not a three-four team. Yeah, that was There's, weird. No hand in the dirt. He stands up. He catches the block. Gets double teamed by two tight ends and kind of like cowers to the side. So they have him pinned. Then the two guards are up on uh, – one of them's on Gordon and the other's on uh, Brisker mm-hmm. and then straight into the end zone, right? So that play should be knocked out like this. Dominique Robinson has to drive that, that tight end back, right? And then he knocks off one of the pullers, right? So essentially they should be Morrow, Gordon, and Brisker on one pulling guard. Yep. That play should be knocked out. That's, that's, that's one of the simplest plays, and Detroit has been doing that all year with their running game. You should have known right there with the tight end and the H-back off that they're running that play right there. You know based on tendencies. And Morrow, he didn't follow his keys. Which was and reading the pulling guard. He exactly. didn't, he didn't he read didn't, that, he didn't read so that he's out of place. He's out of place, right? So that play should have been knocked out. We should have had three defenders on one pulling guard. 
But because, you know, we're standing up, we're, we're, Dominique Robbins is doing something he's not supposed to do. This is stuff that's been creeping up all year. The discipline, right? I, that's, that's, the, that's the biggest thing, disappointing part for me, is the lack of discipline, right? We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to play great defense, and we're going to be disciplined, and we're, we're going to run to the football. Sometimes we don't see any of that. I, yeah, what I'm confused about is, okay, you get beat on a play, I get it, or you, you don't read your keys well, but the lining up part, that should not be up to, for debate, right? I, I, I cannot, unless Robinson did that in college and just like had a brain fart or, or went rogue no. for a minute. Listen, th- listen. Like, is that something the coaches would have told him to do? No, not at all. Like, yeah. when have you ever seen them in I mean, a two? I haven't seen it at all. Was he like, just slow getting down? No, he, he the whole time he was standing up like he was an outside linebacker. I'm like, what is going on it's here? Weird. It's weird. And, and, and again, it's just I'm not trying to, you know, rain on everyone's parade. I don't know what the parade is even about. I guess it's the point today. They lost to a terrible Lions team. It blew the game in the fourth quarter. Everyone's just excited about the draft pick. I'm, I'm, my point is just like that stuff matters. The coaching staff isn't going anywhere. I, I'm not sure you have the, the – I don't think Bears fans are in a celebratory Monday mood today. I, no, I, I think there's – but there's definitely this vibe on almost everything I've seen in response of, like, just, like, it's okay because the draft pick. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff is not okay. Yeah. yeah. A okay. lot of this stuff okay. – that, that's the only point I'm trying to make. So now uh, – well, first, let's take a, a, a quick break, uh, and then we'll continue on with this fourth quarter nonsense. Uh, but – We've covered already the uh, offense, defense, and special teams in a very short period of time to start the fourth quarter. Hey, Shady Rays, though, uh, we love Shady Rays, and they don't understand why sunglasses were so expensive. They went out and they changed that. You do not have to break the bank for quality sunglasses. Shady Rays has you covered with premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone in every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear, lost and broken replacements. Uh, if if Jalen Johnson puts his hands up in your face when you're wearing Shady Rays and snaps them in half, they'll <laughs> replace them. They'll replace them for you, no questions asked. Drop them in a lake, off a cliff, whatever you want to do. It's the best protection program out there. And even though they have that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make the quality sunglasses that you need and Customers agree because Shady Rays has over 200,000 five-star reviews. And the best part is they also uh, provide 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. So this is exclusive for our listeners. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. So it's great that I get to read this next Evo uh, personal experience moment for me right now because, (laughs) as you know, I have a huge semifinal playoff tennis match coming up on Wednesday night. In the quarters, in the tiebreaker, I, I, I had a... This step on the, on an overhead, and all of a sudden my, my Achilles was just in a whole hurting of pain. So I have been taking the pills, and I've been taking the Next Evo cream, and what they've got is this smart sorb technology, clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than the regular CBD oil. 
because oil doesn't it doesn't mix with the water-based body. I'm telling you, this cream, I am I'm ready. I, right, did you see me right before the show? I was I was I was sprinting in here. I know. Yeah, Lawrence was yelling at me. Call you the flash. Yeah, man. I mean, I so I, I this was a serious injury, and yet here I am. Uh, getting ready for for a big Wednesday night. Kirschenbaum's going down. Uh, so Kirschenbaum yes. again. This is, oh, oh boy, big big match with Kirschenbaum here. You beat him last time. Though. I did. I did. Oh. First time I beat Rematch. him, and now I got to get him in the playoffs here. So listen, don't settle for less. Get your supply of Next Evo Naturals Revive CBD Complex today. They got the they got. You can shop for their gummies, their capsules that I've been taking. Mints. Uh, they're all proven to absorb four times faster than the standard CBD oil. You get up to twenty five percent off when you subscribe. And spent forty dollars or more. Next Evo N E X T E V O dot com forward slash recover beat Kirschenbaum with the promo code Bears. That's right, Bears. That's nextevo.com slash recover promo code Bears. You will not regret it if you are looking for your little recovery upgrade right here, there my friends go. at Next Evo. Let's tennis go. ready, baby. Nine o'clock Wednesday night. Come on out. Let's go. Love it. <laughs> I, I I need to interject first off. I love the way you say CBD. You sound like such a Chicagoan. CBD. <laughs> hey, guys. I you got get the, the CBD. CBD. Amazing. Uh, and then second of all, uh, jo- John Davis just threw in a, a super chat about the uh, the golf play, which I wanted to throw in here before it kind of passes. And he said the call was beyond soft. Goff fell on his own and totally went for the Oscar. Meanwhile, Justin Field got hip-tossed by three guys in the rest pull of Helen Keller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't disagree, but just like it, what, how many NFL games do you watch every single week? Where if a quarterback gets touched on the sideline, yep. <laughs> they call yeah. penalty. You just I, I'm sorry, but you gotta adjust to it. Yeah. I know it sucks. I agree it's a bad call. I agree that's a bad call. Just don't give the refs a reason to make a bad call. Can't do it. Um, Can't do it. You wanna should we knock out a couple more super chats? Uh sure, we could do that. Uh let's see. How about uh this one from Brendan? Uh, Brendan says, uh, you can't tell me it's not a win if you compare the death charts between the Lions and Bears. There's like a triple negative in there. Somebody needs to pull out the math on me there. Well, <laughs> I think, well, I don't really know. I, I, I think he's trying to say the Lions depth chart is better. I don't really know if that's true or not, but I don't, I don't know. Okay. I mean, we should have won that game. Simple, I mean, you know, you're I up mean, 24 to Should have won that game. You know, the interception would have clinched it. And there's a lot of things they need to work on. And defensively, they're not very good. But I, I guess, you know, you got you to draw from the positives, right? The, the offense has, has been explosive at times. There was another comment in there. I just want to say, I agree. Uh, I forget who had it. Mike something, maybe. I apologize. Um, Mike Grom, I think. But he said, um, the Bears, you can't deny that the Bears draft pick, did, it did go up like a huge amount of spots by losing this game. Hundred percent. I, I I'm not. That's a good thing. I I, I definitely agree. Uh, yes, the most important thing this year is Fields development. Again, we've been consistent on that and agree. Mm-hmm. And Fields development still in the right direction. Then the draft. Agree. Great that they got a higher pick, but we can't just like sit here and celebrate a Monday law like a loss when when there were so many other concerning things and we're not wavering or going in a different direction here like this is not what we did the last two weeks after losses this is a different loss this is a loss that has a lot of other concerning things that matter that's all we're trying to get at and 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 unfortunately we are getting to the one here now with the quarterback which is you know so all that nonsense happens the defense gives up the touchdown we just broke it down 
You still have a touchdown lead. You're still getting the ball back. You just had a three and out on offense. Well, now here's a do-over, right? Again, just get a first down. Get two first downs. Well, well they got one. Burn burn the clock a little bit. Um, Ryan Griffith killed them. So they didn't, though. Again, right. like, that's a holding penalty. I now, know. if you want to talk about the inconsistency of holding, it was a good call. Ryan Griffin did hold him. He, he did, and that guy, as far as good tanks, that guy doesn't matter because Ryan Griffin's not is not a key sure. thing. But you want to see the Bears be able to overcome those type of plays where you where you oh, we got momentum, we got a first down. No, oh no, we don't. Now we're in trouble. And now on the very next play, he's throwing the worst interception I think that he's thrown. Hands down. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so here, let's talk about the interception. Aiden Hutchinson, he's going to be a good player, man. You can he, see him. He can run with fields laterally. He's got all. He made that one play where he they tried to leave him unblocked. They're not going to leave him unblocked anymore on the backside. And he almost decapitated. Where, uh, yeah, Montgomery. yeah, he like flipped Montgomery over, and that's by design. We're like, oh, we'll just run away from the end over there. Yeah, it ain't going to work against him. So, Fields actually did a good thing there to start with. So Aiden Hutchinson sniffs out the screen. Good job by him. Reading his keys, realize Cole Komet doing up. something funny. Yeah. Alarm bells went off. Great job by him. If you look at Fields, he recognizes that Hutchinson recognized it. Good job, too, by him. Nope. So it's off. And then he just tried to force it. Yeah. That's where he thought he could trick him. It's almost like overconfidence, which I'm okay. I can live with that. Like, he's yeah. feeling himself. Yeah. But you got to understand, time and situation, you're backed up. You have a lead. Just not the time to play hero ball and try to and try to make a play when it's not really there. Exactly. And he learned. He'll learn from that. Yep. And by the way, he came back and he made the play and made up for it with his yeah. incredible touchdown run. So I'm, I'm really not mad at Justin Fields at all over all that whole thing. But yeah, throw it, throw it at his legs, scrambles. That you know, do do something. Just got to throw it away. That. Yeah. Does Komet get two percent of blame for not knocking that ball down? He can't. It's it's a it's I'm just saying two percent. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. Like if it's out there, it's almost like you try to swat he, it. He, oh, you, you think know? He, I didn't even. I think he just was like yeah, yeah. I think he sort of froze, and if he had been a little bit more aggressive, just like yeah. I gotta get, I just I, whatever I gotta do, just I gotta, gotta touch that thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and not allow them. I, I, but. I'm saying two percent. Okay. It, it's on. It's on. It's on Justin. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes back with that just insane touchdown run, which is like where everyone thought he was gonna get caught, and he said, "Nope, not so fast." That was so <laughs> impressive. So yeah. so impressive. What what he can do running the football is is unbelievable, and and it's it's a, a thing of beauty. But I, I want to see him stretch the field more, right? And I talked yeah. about about this before. I'm like at this point, right? We're not making the playoffs, right? This whole season is about Justin Fields' development, right? So why not take some shots? Like if if we're, if we're I understand if we were in the playoff hunt and we're trying to be very conservative and a running football team that kind of limits turnovers. I understand that, but the biggest thing he has to improve on is the deep passing game, right? Take some more shots. Which brings us to another thing. Why is Chase Claypool only on the field Thank for you. 19 That's snaps? 33%, one he out played, of three. He played fewer percentage of snaps than he did a week ago against week. the Dolphins. That was close. It was 35% last week, 31%. Pringle, Pringle up being there, maybe they wanted to give him more reps. So. Why? Like, that I, makes no yeah. sense. You know what my reaction to Pringle? Stop trying to make fetch happen. Like, it, it, it's just not working. Fetch. <laughs> That's a oh. deep reference. Clueless? Arm, arm definitely no, doesn't get it. I believe no, he, I don't. I think he's clueless. It's from clueless? Mean Girls. Damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. stop trying to make fetch happen. I thought exactly. you were talking about 
like Byron Pringle has a dog who doesn't want to go to the park. And <laughs> no, it's not it. Okay, but seriously, man, it's just not happening. I know you paid him five million dollars or whatever, but just he's gotten nothing. hurt twice. Yeah. But why? Why not let Harry get a chance, right? Because I'm I'm thinking Pettis ain't gonna be here next year, right? So why not give Harry? He had a, he had a great game in the Cowboys when he had the touchdown, right? Used his body, yeah. had a nice route, big body, six four, almost the same size as Claypool. You know why not see what he can do? He's a former first round pick. Like he's got talent. Why can, not see? Can we pull that tweet up uh, from earlier that that, that I tweeted? Because actually, commiserating with Jake Flanagan on my drive down here made me think of this. Um, and, and this has less to do with the players and more to do with the process here. I just want to make that, like, I think people read this like it's a shot at the players, so if it came off that way, I apologize. It's more so about the process. But you traded a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. You used a third-round pick to draft Valus Jones. You traded a 2024 seventh on Nikhil Harry. Whatever, that's a flyer. I get it. But it's still part of the, the math here. Yesterday, they combined for one catch, which was really just a flip. It wasn't even... Technically not, a pass. They should actually rule that not a catch. That should be put yeah. into the rule book. If you flip it to somebody behind the line yeah. of scrimmage, it's not a catch. It's a pass. I get it. So it counts as a catch. So one catch, eight yards. But what to me, what's most concerning is 19 snaps combined from these three young players that you're supposedly developing. Mm-hmm. So either your process is bad or the players aren't working. Right, it's one of the yeah. one of the two. I, I I don't I don't I don't get it. So this goes back to I guess the whole theme of today's show, which is like, yay quarterback, but what about everything else? How do you only get 19 snaps out of these young guys? You're trying to to turn yeah. into something. Yeah, I, I don't get that at all. Right, like Claypool should have definitely got more reps because you're hoping that he could potentially be a number one, so that alleviates some of your concerns going into free agency in the draft. So. I, I, I really don't understand that, you know. And Avalis Jones, too, right? He's a third-round pick. Like, why not give him a chance? I know he's had some issues fumbling and, and whatnot, but the only, only way to get better, like, at this point, right, like, we're trying to develop everybody, not making the playoffs. Yeah. This is all about development of young people that are going to be here next year. Avalis Jones will be here next year. And, and your point about Dante Pettis, like the problem is they need him to punt return because right. Valus Jones couldn't do it. Exactly. And and and, and like honestly, at this point, I feel like that's the only reason why he's active over yeah. the other guys is because they need somebody to catch the punts. Yep. Put put Eddie Jackson then back there. I, I it, would love to see yeah. that. So I mean, you do not you do not have the luxury, at least in my mind, to not to just ah hey, we're gonna punt on Valus for the rest of the season. That doesn't make any sense. You. Let let him let him. You, we're, you're three and seven. You're three and six. Whatever. Get him on the field. You you loved him enough to pick him third in the third round, above where most people thought he would be. Matt Eberflus and Velas had that moment on draft night where they were both crying together. Let yeah. let's see some more tears on the field of Velas coming back and actually doing something. Let put him back on the field. He's he's explosive. He just needs to work on his hands. Right. I mean, and, get on the jugs machine. You know, Devontae Adams early on in his career. I'm not saying Velas Jones is going to be Devontae Adams, but Devontae Adams couldn't catch the ball first couple of years he got on the jugs machine worked on his hands so right Bayless right. Jones jugs machine every day and the clay pool mat doesn't make sense like even on the last play of the game where fields is, is ends up getting sacked like he and he's trying to get away and he looks down the field at one point well you know I don't know if clay pool was on the field on that play or not but I would like him to have been on the field there and just throw a jump ball up to him like you know that's what that's what he's there for exactly. you he I it doesn't. It doesn't make sense that he went backwards. It almost feels like they're making a point. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It, it, it definitely a weird thing that needs to be addressed. I'll, I'll, I'll speed up through the rest of this. But um, after the touchdown, the great sixty-seven yard touchdown run, just just a 
total buzzkill by missing the extra point. Ugh. And I don't know if his plant foot slipped or something, but he looked down at the ground, Cairo Santos. There were two plays. Like, this is where, like, the kicking game really does matter. But you have the 50-yard touchdown bomb to Cole Clement, and then Santos kicks the ball out of bounds on the ensuing kickoff. And it was a terrible – again, I think he slipped or something because – I've never seen him have a kickoff like that. It was did, so yeah. bad. Did the, you hear the his post grass? The Bermuda grass is falling Actually, apart, I think. I, I haven't. What did he say? So his post game was very bizarre. What do you think he should have said? Hey, Cairo, what happened? What do you say? Yeah, I'll I, answer. I, I just missed it. I know, I, you know, I, I just feel absolutely terrible. Uh, <laughs> you know, the offense put us in a chance to, you know, be up seven. We absolutely have to have that kick. And, you know, it's just it's on me that 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 happened. He just was like, he was like, you know what? It was a fluke, and flukes happen, and I'm not gonna get, um, dude, 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 no, 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 own it, man. You, you, you gotta own it. Is he trying to do a Cody Parker? Yeah, like I don't. You go on Good Morning America. We, I didn't do. He's got his dog at home, so everything's fine. Right. That's still the most bizarre quote I think I've ever. We, we, I'm fine. The dog's at home. Okay. I forgot that he said that. We we all get it, Cairo. You, no one's trying to cut you. No one, no one's acting like you can't kick. But you know, you just all you have to do is own that moment. I feel really terrible to our offense and to the entire football team, and Justin especially for him to have that run in that moment for me to miss the kick. It's just unacceptable. And I'll just all I can do is work to be better. But I feel terrible right now. And and done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was a fluke. I, you know, I gotta look, go back and yeah, look at a it. Look. Come on, man. This is you got one job. Hey, you but, got one job. <laughs> but the defense forced a three and out after that, yeah, right? right? They did, right? So right there, you're still it's right. thirty twenty four. Your defense got to stop for you. You're getting the ball back. There's seven thirty eight left in the game. This is where I'm Lead on board up. with the people critical of the offense today. Like, this is your second opportunity in the fourth quarter after your defense got to stop to basically ice the game. And again, I'm not even talking about going down and scoring a touchdown. Just get a damn first down. Eat some clock. And they didn't. Three they, runs. They, they got less than two minutes. Two minutes and eight seconds came off the clock, and they went three and out. Like, it, you got to... How, many passes, did, how yeah. many passes did Justin Fields complete in the, in the uh, fourth quarter? The answer uh, is two. Yeah. Two for two. 13 yards. It was like two of eight or something like that. I forget, but um, that and he didn't necessarily do anything bad on that drive. This is where I think you had a little bit of problem with the play calling, where they got really conservative on that on yeah. that drive specifically. And and I, I think I, I just didn't understand it, right? Like some of the play calls, like you know, run here, run there, you know, like and in the past they've done like that those that swing screen, you know, things like that. Like I, I don't understand why they they do that play calling, right? We. Why, why not why not some boot action why not uh, play action you know with with you know some intermediate routes quick easy throws yeah. to put yourself in second and manageable then third and manageable then you could have the option to do his own read with Justin Fields one on one on the defensive end so I kind of we were behind the eight ball you know on on third and long at the, at that point you know so I just didn't I didn't understand that the, there was the one play to commit where he gets clipped and injured and that should have that also should have been illegal contact down the field bears don't get the call that hurt yeah that's just two guys You're saying like accidental yeah you can't, you can't it's not illegal it. contact you he didn't trip him you, you, you can't just ra- randomly run into an offensive player 10 yards down the field can you yeah, if, you can't, if they rule that it was just incidental contact, it's not a penalty. Yeah. A lot of space out there. I mean, okay, yeah. fine. But, but yeah, it, it seemed, that was just bad luck. It, it yeah. seemed like Getsy was just like, 
okay, I'm, I'm just trying to be really conservative. We're just trying to win this game. It's like almost like when you, when you think too much, I got to win this game instead of just doing what's working for you, right? Like it's, it's – Well, the, the, the touchdown pass to Komet, it just shows how unguardable those two can be together because he's coming out there. He looks like he's going to block you, and then all of a sudden, boom, release, and touchdown pass. Well, like, that's a great thing to feel – I mean, that, you, that, yeah. those are the moments that, that – for the people that are just gonna be like, and you're gonna hear, I guarantee we're gonna have another. Uh, uh, who was the one? Who was the guy last week on FS1 that was like Justin Fields just sucks and really had nothing to back it oh, up? Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. running back, Shady McCoy. Shady right? McCoy, yeah. like, yeah, he can't throw. That's what he yeah, said. He yeah. can't throw. So you're gonna have somebody else this week that's like, yeah, he's just a running back. Oh, uh, that's just. Any, if you hear someone say that this week. That's just an admission. They're not watching the games. Yeah, Shady McCoy was just watching the highlights. That's yeah, it. That's you're not it. watching the games because we're, to your point, Carm, we're starting to see legitimate throws, passing plays mm-hmm. off of the threat of running. Mm-hmm. That's what's exciting about the offense right now. Well, Rex Ryan, I listened to him this morning, and this is the best young player in the game. You cannot don't tell me about running he's his throwing is almost just as good as his running this guy the bears have are in an incredible position with this guy as their quarterback that's and as a competitor you know that like he wants it like when when it's time to get a first down these past couple weeks I mean, he's breaking tough. tackle, doing this, tough. you know, making sure I get the first down, then breaking another tackle. Let's turn this into the a touchdown, touchdown. run like, where he killed a yeah, guy. Yeah, that yeah. was. That's what I want to ask. Have you? <laughs> can you name a quarterback who's ever concussed a defensive player? I I don't think we've ever seen one, man. <laughs> like that was insane. Justin I mean, Fields. I think people sleep on how big he is as a person because they're like, you know, even myself. I was like, oh, just you know, when you see, see him in college, you're like, oh, he's not that big, and then you really see him out there and like. You know, working out in the offseason. My man is ripped up. Like, he's yeah. 235, 230. His legs six are. Three, six, four. Yeah. Like, he's a solid dude. I, I'll never forget when Ohio State came to Northwestern a few years back on that, for that night game. And Justin Fields was the quarterback for Ohio State. And I was down there on the sidelines. And that was my immediate takeaway. Uh. When he came out there just to warm up, I go, you are way bigger than I thought you were from yeah. watching that TV. Doesn't he look smaller on TV? Oh, like my when God. You see, when you see him in person, he's he's a big dude. His his legs are ripped. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how, like, sometimes, uh, like, a criticism of Deshaun Watson was, like, he's kind of thin, like, yeah, built thin. And, exactly. And that ain't Fields, man. No, Fields will. No. So that's why he can run. Like, yeah. people are worried about him getting hurt. But the thing is, look at L- Lamar Jackson did this offseason. He said, I'm taking some hits. I have to bulk up a little bit. Justin Fields already has yeah, that he, base. Yeah, so does. him taking hits isn't as bad, like, the one thing is, if we could just keep the outside zone runs where, where he has the option to get down, get out of bounds. There was one up the middle that, that I was yeah. a little concerned. Or, I, I will say in general, this is the first week, because I've been on this this thing the last few weeks about how he's actually gotten hit less yeah. with him running more. This is the first week where I was like, uh, he definitely, and he admitted after the game he was feeling more sore. Yeah. He, t- he took a little bit more of a beating in this game from the actual running game yeah. uh, design mm-hmm. runs than he had in past weeks. Detroit had a pretty good plan for them. and I wondered if a team was gonna about to do that and just say, screw the spy. Yeah, He could beat the spy. Exactly. I said that on the score last yeah. week. I'm like, I, good luck spying him, man. He gonna run, he's going to run away from the spy. That's not going to work. Yeah. And then you're screwed. Because if, you, if, you're, if you're playing man and you have a spy and – the spy doesn't get them, then everybody's got their backs turned to them. Exactly. Right. And yeah. So you can't play them that way. 
I, you're right. The Lions did have a good plan. Yeah, for they him. they did, and and you could tell like they they were anytime he ran, they were they were trying to tattoo him. They're like, listen, you're running, and and that's what most teams do because you know when somebody starts scrambling all over the place, making you look bad, and they're watching the film like when when he scrambles, you hit him. That's probably what they were telling him all week, and he he did take some a couple shots. He he did, and he also again, it's like he had a great in the in the middle of traffic. He had a pretty. Well, you would probably didn't like it because he didn't get down far enough, but he's, he slid at the right time to at least get himself out of one hit. Yep. And then he's doling out punishment that we we're just talking about. Uh, and and to uh, MTR Bean, he's 240 pounds. I mean, that's what it, it's, Yeah, he's yeah. about 235 <laughs> pounds. Like, I, I mean, what, what, what are you going to lie about that? Like, right. not not everybody's uh, thing they have at the combine are the same weight they are now. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's he, – he's, he's out. And also – the just the the guy that you have this dude in the middle of his college career decided he was just going to go vegan because that would be better for his football career that is not an easy thing to do if you are like you know hey go vegan or else you're not going to live some people might still continue to eat meat this guy's in his 20s and he's changing his diet to try to get the most out of him he hangs out at home with his dog you're like like this is not you know this he's just a like you can bet on justin fields is not going to do anything to corral you know to get in the way of his career and, and i love I, he was getting some criticism for some reason because that's what people do but the quote he had after the game was like i guarantee you that interception is never going to happen again the rest well, of my career it like, will it will obviously yeah. but the point is it like he knew what i had just said on the show which was like that situation <laughs> yeah. Time and place, you're backed up, you got a lead, you just can't do that there. And he knows that. Yeah. And he's like and now he's now he's lived that experience. And now he can still be the swagger Justin Fields. I feel like I can make any play in the world, but just know, yo, there's gonna be some times where just you gotta dial it down just a little bit. Well, and his reaction to it, by the way, on, on the at when he's running it in to make a ten ten, I got this, you know. Yeah. I mean you are a competitor. And then, he, and then he did. And then he had a 67-yard right. run to back did it up. Um, real quickly, it just one other thing I got to bring up because we've been through this. I think we covered it. Defense, mm. and coaching, offense, special teams. It was all a disaster, and it was players that matter. But another player that matters. Well, here's a player who doesn't matter. But it involves a player who does matter. Can I just bring up the words Tom Kennedy? Tom Kennedy? I've learned about Tom Kennedy today. Well, he's a pro bowler, ain't he? Well, <laughs> apparently he can run away from Jalen Johnson. What? Dude was an elite lacrosse player at Bryant. He went there to be a two-sport athlete, gave up on football, decided late in his college career, I want to play both. Then he somehow unlocked his NFL career, and yeah, that's the guy that had the play that really basically iced it for the Lions. Nick in the comments says, Tom Kennedy is my CPA. He, 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 <laughs> he might do both in the offseason. He might be. Right? It's tax season in the offseason, so he's, he's getting it done. <laughs> Kennedy could be a great so CPA. So I don't know what the, the point is here. I don't know what to make of Jalen Johnson's game. He was hurt. He, he was played hurt. horrible. He graded out horribly just on the TV copy. But I don't want to put it on him because I appreciate that he's gutting it out. That, that he was in the game. But, like, if you're a coach, man. You can't gut it out for what's going on right now. You can't get beat there's, by Tom Kennedy and be but, on the field. But there's no implications for these games, like yeah, playoff-wise, right? You, one of your best players that's a true shutdown corner. Why would you have him out there and not 100% in this type of season? Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. 
Flues, Alan Williams just said, listen, you know what? I understand you want to play, and I love that you're a competitor. But as your coach, a guy that's going to be here for years, I'm going to sit you to your 100%, right? Because this season essentially does not matter. Yeah, it's also just a knock on – not necessarily a knock, but it's you've got all this dead cap money. You have, you're spending so little on your defense. You, you, you don't have depth. Like that, that's it's you're telling me Lamar Jackson though, not that Lamar Jackson, but the one that's on the Bears couldn't like, run with Tom Kennedy. I, I'm telling like you, that's my point. Like at some point you got to understand it. I'm not telling you that Lamar Jackson should have been out, out there. Him and his illegal contact in the end zone. Lamar Jackson. And that was a bad play. Yeah, should have been running with Tom Kennedy, and and maybe Tom Kennedy still catches him, but maybe he doesn't pick up 44 yards because Lamar Jackson at least is there and can catch up to Tom Kennedy. It's a bad job, but it, it is a it's it's it is an indictment on the roster at the same time. Uh, yeah. just that, that but, like, what if Jalen Johnson goes out there and gets hurt because he's not 100%, right? He's well, putting yeah, himself not, at risk. What if right? you don't have him next week now? Yeah. You know, like, he was clearly and, – and to show you that it really was kind of a game-time decision, they, they called up a DB from the practice yeah. squad and then had him inactive. Like, yeah. usually if you call somebody up on Saturday from the practice squad, it's because you need to have him in the game exactly. on Sunday. So that was total, like, all right, let's see what it's like on yeah. the field. And – it was a miss, man. Whether it's training staff, coaching staff, whatever. Bad if, job. If, if Jalen Johnson can't run with Tom freaking Kennedy, he should not be on the field. No. That can't happen. Come on. Well, they had him off the field earlier in the game. He's getting worked on. Hey. Shut, just shut him down. Jalen. Yes. Just Jaylen, shut him down. Jalen, listen to me. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little secret. We really don't care if we win this game. And by the way, if we do win it, we want you to be healthy down the line. So you gotta, you just got to take care of yourself right now. We appreciate that you want to be out there. We don't doubt your competitiveness for one it, second. But you're not going to play another snap today. Thanks. This, this is a different NFL era now than ever, right? You know, in the past, there'd be guys playing through injuries just because that was the mantra, right? Maybe. You're tough. We play through injuries, right? If, if we can be out there, we're going to play. But nowadays, people are thinking, okay, let me think of the longevity of my career, right? Coaching staff, players. And in situational football, right? This we have we have three wins right now. We're not making the playoffs. Let's just take you out of there, right? Let's let's worry about you getting yeah. healthy. You're an important part of this team, right? He's arguably one of our best players out there. So keep keep him on the bench. And, and, and by the way, I love that he wants to play through it. Like yeah. that's give me those players all the time. Yeah. That's great. But it's up to then the coaches and the trainers to know when to pull him. And that didn't happen. And so, yeah, let, yeah, I agree with you. If he goes out there and he's not looking 100%, because Flus and Williams, they know that. The training yeah. staff knows. He said, no, nah, we're, we're shutting you down. Give us the helmet. You know, yeah, you're done. You you're done for the game. He said, I don't care if you want to play or not. We're thinking about the future. Um, all right, we got some super chats to get to as well before we got here. But uh, uh, if you're at the tailgate yesterday, and I hope you were, I, I'm sorry I missed it because I was out of town. But uh, I'll be at the next one. Looking forward to seeing everyone. Next one's the Packer game, right? December 4th, baby. Should yep. be fun. Um, but while you're there, you're going to see our awesome Chi-Town custom cornhole games that they made for CHGO. They're the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. Uh, you can get them for your business, for whatever you want, your, uh, gifts for occasions, weddings. Uh, it's a great product. And the Chi-Town custom cornhole signature box style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. They come with built-in drink holders that are recessed 
in on the back. They have LEDs that light up the hole and uh, exterior handles for easy carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. It's a veteran-owned and operated company. They can ship anywhere. They offer local pickups. Again, any occasion, you got a gift you got to give or you just want one for your own tailgates, check them out, chitowncornhole.com. Make sure you follow them on Instagram at Chitown Custom Cornhole Boards, uh, at Chitown Custom Cornhole Boards. Again, that's chitowncornhole.com. A lot more fun to watch the Bears. Yes, I, I, they were out. There was, there was some good, some good cornhole going on yesterday. I did not get involved, which hurt my feelings. But uh, I, Benny G, you're right. I do need longer socks. A bad job today. This is. A, I'm showing way too much leg. I, I, I feel bad about it. <laughs> um, I feel like super awkward, like borderline, like I'm naked up here. Which you, but but when you want excitement in your life, Benny G and everybody else, it's not right here. It's it's uh, and watching the Bears the rest of the season. Yes, we're going to have a ton of fun watching Justin Fields, but you can make it even more fun uh, by dialing up our famous, tremendous partner, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official betting partner of the NFL. They've got unbeatable offers right now. Any $5 NFL bet, $200 in free bets if your team wins. Maybe you take the Bears this week against Atlanta, but uh, that's that's maybe maybe not all at the same time. Uh, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code CHGO. $200 in free bets if your team wins. $5 bet any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code CHGO. I promise you watching the NFL or any sport is a lot more fun once you download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. You don't disagree? No, I don't. I don't. But can we get? Can we zoom in on your capri? No, pants? no, no. Please, please, please. Can we, can we get some capri pants, pants that fit? <laughs> hey, my man, my man's I'm at the Jersey Shore. Zone. I'm in a bad he, zone. Woo. He's at the Jersey Shore. He, he's rocking the capri pants with Paulie D and Ronnie and all those guys. Vinny, <laughs> what you got? I, the diesels? I, I, like, like I, I've been fidgeting the whole show too, and like I'm like, how, how can I fix this? I just you, you can know, buy I, longer pants. I, no, the <laughs> pants are fine. It's the sock. You just say you got to have the proper sock, and, and you know I was moving today and things oh, like, were, like, I, like yeah. that. That's a decent ratio, right? The Everything. Pants, I love you know, there's, the a little, there's a little. There's a little bit of sock just showing. A little bit. I could maybe go higher on the socks, but these pants fit me. There's, there's nothing. Oh, wrong. you were you were, you were, just, you were just pulling here. it up. Oh, okay. It just okay. it just it just. I thought they were capris. It, right. it bunched <laughs> up on me. I I don't know what happened. Nick it's says a, it's a bad day. Nick says his kids are watching. Be careful. Oh Come man, on. I'm sorry, Nick. Yeah. All right, uh, let's fly through some of these super chats to get out of here. Appreciate everybody mm. watching, listening, and jumping in with the super chats today. What do we got? All right, that's from Monsi. Uh, who would have thought the Bears would be leading the league in scoring this month? And I know it was a conspiracy, but maybe Poles did pay the refs. <laughs> Could be, right? Like I bu- mean, Buffalo Wild Wings, right? They press that button. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. Those commercials. Go. Yeah. Yeah, he, the he, refs jump in there. He's got an endorsement with them. That's it, what he's doing. By the way, back to the tank <laughs> thing. Like, if, you're, if your whole thing is the refs sucked and that actually helped, sure. If you're like... Cairo Santos missing the extra point isn't the end of the world because we know he's a good kicker and he missed one and that ended up being the reason why the Bears got a 10-pick difference in their draft. I get that. That's fine. But it's all the other things, like the young players that, that, that made mistake after mistake after mistake that I'm, that I'm worried about today. Discipline. That's, that's yeah, the key that, thing. Especially yeah. at this point in the season, those little things, like you think they would be gone, right? The first couple of weeks yes. you understand, but now you're like, it's the same, same thing every week. Is there some stat out there with one of the – nerd companies expected victories with how they've played because i feel like on the tank side yeah how many should they have right now wait wait do you actually want to know where the stat is available 
Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to know, actually. Does Will have that stat? Will's got every stat. ESPN.com, we're about to say? Uh, DVOA. Oh, no. <laughs> there it is. Look at Carm requesting DVOA well, I, I, here. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to know for our tank people out there, which of which I generally am one of, because we are trying to win the Super Bowl, and getting high-end talent is the best way to do that. And I get it that there's no guarantee in the draft that Ryan Poles is going to get this right, but you'd rather have a higher pick than a lower pick. So how many Bears wins? How, so many, how a, many wins are we supposed to It's pick? actually one of my favorite stats. This is called estimated wins. It's from Football Outsiders in their DVOA formula. The Bears' estimated wins right now, 3.9. So, so one more win. So essentially, they should have more. One more win. Their talent level, everything that goes in the DVOA, all the nerd statistics and things like that suggest that the Bears should have four wins, which I think is all we're saying here. Yes, you should have beaten the Lions. Right. Should have beat the Dolphins. <laughs> yes. Should have beat, should have beat the Commanders. Yeah. But, 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 right, right. But should they have beaten the Texans? Maybe, maybe not. Monsoon with the Niners? Maybe, maybe not. This, this is the first game where you're like, this should have been the outcome, and it wasn't. Right, right. This is where you actually feel yeah. like you gave one away. But yeah. so, so it adds up, and my point is that, eh, if we're, if we're, you know, so they should have four wins, they have three. That's good for tanking. All right, what else we got here? I need new pants. Well, I like that one about uh, Tillery. Jerry. Yeah, hold yeah, on. We'll yeah, get to that we'll one in a second because yeah. I want to hear your answer to that. Uh, Joe's, Joe says, uh, to Wooten's point about the deep game, I think the lack of wide receiver talent, poor pass blocking is in a place where those uh, balls can be thrown. Th- there's an there's a easy way to do that, right? Hard play action, right? Keeping a tight end in there potentially taking a shot to Claypool or St. Brown, kind of like we did in the Cowboys game, right? Mm-hmm. Took a deep shot, and, you know, if Justin Fields would have let him, St. Brown had a step on him. Things like that, right? Yep. Especially after sudden change, things like that. Like, take a shot. Why not? He, Hard play action to protect the offensive line. Schematically, is, is Fields so dangerous right now with the ball in his hands that play action isn't working because they're – Still going to have an extra guy just, like, making sure the ball. I'm asking genuinely yeah. schematically, is that a problem? Because I feel like they've gotten away from the hard play action since they went to more of this design running game for fields. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of both. But I think it's such an advantage, right? Because yeah. you can give him the option that almost looks like he's going out there for a run, and that could potentially be a shot, right? You give him the option. Kind of like that pass. rollout RPO. Exactly, yeah. where he has the option to do both. And I feel like that's how you protect – this offensive line that's been struggling at times, and you give them a second. But you don't know unless you take a shot. You look at every week, you know, that they, they have a hard play action, majority of teams that do really well, you know, the Bills, Kansas City, all those teams, and then they take a shot deep, right? That's, that's how all of a sudden you get things going. You know, why not after a good running play, go up to the line quick, hard play action look, catch them sleeping, like things like that. Shouldn't you be able to scheme – Guys open because of fields, it's like like they do with commit more often. Like if you're a receiver, Chase Claypool can act like he's blocking, then all of a sudden, yeah, zoom out. But that's why, regardless, like I I just feel like the the Claypool thing yesterday is one of the most disappointing just developments in general. You traded a second round pick for this guy a week ago, two weeks ago, whatever it's been, it, it, for him to not even be involved is mind-boggling. Somebody in yeah. the chat said he might have he been hurt. But I, I haven't heard anything about that. I didn't that. see that. I didn't see that at all. 
Somebody somebody early in the chat said that, but okay. maybe, maybe he got banged up with something, maybe a hamstring. I don't know. That, that's the only thing that would really make sense. Cause because how would he get less less reps? Right, and last week you, you made a concerted effort to get him the football, and then he dropped one. Okay, let's go back to him on the very next yeah. play. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a week later, he's just phased out of the offense, in essence, except for one play. That doesn't make any sense. All right, uh, Jimmy Tony, $87, $5. We badly need a good three technique. Otherwise, this D doesn't work. Ogunjobi not, not working out really screwed up the defensive plan. Your reaction? Yeah. Um, I, I think that the three technique in this Tampa 2 is, is one of the most crucial aspects. You look at, you know, in the Tampa 2 as, as a whole, right? Um, you look at Tommy Harris when he was here, Henry Melton in his Pro Bowl years, Warren Sapp even back to the Bucks days when Lovey and, and Marinelli and all of them are there. That three technique is the engine that runs that defensive line, right? So him penetrating, it, it kills everything. It kills pullers, uh, the run game, and then on the pass rush, you know, you, you put him opposite the slide so he's one-on-one on the guard, right? So he can take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we're missing right there. Justin Jones has flashed a lot, but I don't, I don't know if he's a true fit for a three technique. I think he should be a nose tackle in this scheme. Interesting. I think he would be better at a nose so tackle. So maybe you go get a, get a, a better three technique exactly. in free agency or use a high draft pick on one maybe that, that becomes your, your yeah. Tommy Harris, but then you move you move uh Justin Jones, Justin Jones to the inside nose. to the nose. Yeah, I like that because I yeah. feel like he's he'll he'll be on the more athletic side for a nose than he is a three technique. Well, and right now their you nose know. is a problem. Exactly. Like it, it doesn't matter if it's Blackson or Mike Pennell. They're you know what I saw all over the film rewatching the game is just the defensive linemen going down to the ground too easily. You they're, know what I mean? Like, like, like barely getting pushed and just right. they're on the ground flat. Like catching blocks. Even yeah. with Robinson on, on that one touchdown. Yeah. He's catching blocks. This this relies on penetration, and we don't see enough of that. Like literally that play should have been knocked out. He should have fired off as quick as he can. Because in the Tampa in the Tampa two, you're not worried about getting reached. I, I've talked about this. Like you're not worried about that. All you're worrying about is getting penetration in the backfield, and that will kill everything. But we don't see any of that. And that, that's why we can't stop the run. And also, if you get off the football and they try to run play action, it's a lot easier to rush the passer when you get off the football. So he has a frame that he could put some serious muscle on that thing. Dominic yeah. Robinson could if he wanted to. And, and what if potentially he's a situation like Henry Melton, right? A guy that came in as an end. He has no fat on him, Dominique Robinson. None. Like he's, he's shredded. Yep. You put 20 pounds on him and you slide him inside. Yeah. He's quicker than everybody else. That's what they do with Henry Melton. So that yeah. could be a thing. And then on, on the other super chat, what they said about Jer- Jerry Tillery, right? Yeah, I like, I like that, that one. one. Talking about three techniques, let's segue into there. Um, Jerry, I like him a lot. He's 6'6", 295. He's flashed a lot for the Chargers as far as in the pass rush game. And he's quick. He's quick. He's got length. And it just really didn't work out there. But why not take a shot on him? To uh, see what he can do the rest of the season, because he could be a three technique. Yeah, I, why? Why? I haven't. I haven't had enough time because I was out of town over the weekend to look at. Well, it like, seemed like. Why did he get waived? It seemed like a locker room issue, which I'm not sure if that's accurate or not. But that was my read on what uh, what I, what I what I was able to uncover on it. And hey, you got nothing to lose, right? What? Why not? Why, why not? Give why not? Let's and, go. And Flus coach a guy, DeForest Buckner, right? Mm-hmm. That's similar size to to Tillery. You know, like, I'm not saying he is him or anything, but why not take a chance on him in this scheme? It's completely different from the Chargers. He can get off the ball and use his athleticism. 
Like and this is this a lineman's dream right here. Yeah, and you're taking shots on guys like Alex Leatherwood, who you're paying a bunch of money to. We haven't yeah. even seen him, so I mean, it would fall under the umbrella of this. Certainly makes sense of what you have been doing. So why not? You can't teach size. You can't teach quickness. That's something that he has. And in the Tampa two, quickness is key. Give him a shot. And so, and, uh, and, yeah. and by the way, this would this would this would fit into what we've seen early on from Ryan Poles and taking flyers on guys, yeah. um, because he's he's shown that. He's willing to give guys chances and, and, and maybe see if it works out. Uh, Brandon Staley, this is from Lindsey Theory's story on ESPN. Brandon Staley said there's a point in relationships like this where you've got to move on and it's best for both people to there move on. Yeah. Uh, Khalil Mack added, it's unfortunate. It's something that I really don't think I've been a part of in the NFL in the sense of the in the middle of the season cut. It's a weird situation. But at the same time, he's a talented player. So whatever he chooses to do he's going to be able to ball out and do his thing. It's so, interesting that he put it, like, on Tillery, like, whatever he chooses to do. Yeah. Sounds like there's something else. It, maybe him and the coaches had it, like, about playing time. Yeah. But, I mean, Khalil Mack's basically saying that he's talented, mm-hmm. right? He can ball there, out. So why not take a shot at him? Like, call that – get him Get him here. Get him here the rest of the season. I right. Want to take a look at him. Yeah, and if you don't like it three weeks in, see you later. <laughs> But give him an opportunity. Like, you yeah. do not have talented defensive linemen. Right. And, and this could You're be a gamble that could potentially pay off. Right. Who? What's Whose snaps is he stealing? I'm not worried about it. Right? Like, even if you get in a situation, Hogue, where we're struggling and, and defending the run, put him at the five technique at the and then slide him inside on pass rush situations. Yeah. Try him out of three technique in the run. There's so many different things where you can use him, you know, well, to your advantage. They need help, so they should – I, 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 I'm intrigued by that whole thing. All right, uh, next Super Chat from Nick. If you could pick one Lovey era bear to put on the team, who would it be? Give me Tommy Harris. Tommy Harris. Prime time. Prime time. Yeah. Prime time, no injury. Tommy Harris, like, yeah. that was the thing. When I was when I was in college at Northwestern, watching the Bears games on him, it was a thing of beauty. He had this move, the jab lay they called it, where he, he was a three technique. He's lined up on the outside shoulder. He gets the guard up upfield, two steps, and then he club, and then arm over or or rip. It was a thing of beauty. Like he put the guy on roller skates, and every time he shifted their weight there, clubbed, you know, arm under, arm over. He had it his way. It was Burger King for Tommy Harris. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if he could have stayed healthy, he w- he was like the next Warren Sapp. To be honest with you, in that yeah. Tampa two scheme, like. Primetime Tommy Harris, before any injuries, yeah. it was a thing of beauty. Like, I, I don't think people realize that. Like, you know, because some people came late to the party and like, oh, well, Tom, the Tommy Harris we saw was injured. And when he's healthy, he, he was one of the best. I agree that that's probably what they need the most. But give me Devin Hester every time <laughs> for the impact he has on field position. You know, even in, in today's NFL with what they've done to their turn game, he probably wouldn't have returned as many touchdowns as he – as he had, but he'd still be by far the best one in the league right now. How about how about Lance Briggs though? Yeah, you, probably one of the most underrated linebackers in the history of the NFL. You listen, you about you, getting respect? Yeah, yeah sure, sure, sure. People sure, don't even Br- have him in that conversation. Uh, uh, let's go, right. Briggs, Urlacher, P- Peanut, even uh, Devin is fine. Tommy, bring them all. P- <laughs> How about can we just take the let's just get that 2012 defense? Can we get the entire defense to come at this point? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Yeah, Corey Wooten. 
I'll play the run right now. Yeah, I I'll, I'll do it. I'll play the run. Hundred percent. You said it two weeks ago. I will play the run right now. I, if you, I, you want, I'll get. I'll give I, you good run snaps. I see the 100%. look in your eye too. I'm ready. I, 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 I buy it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I had a workout this morning. I'm ready to go. Yeah, and and <laughs> you brought up your Wildcats. I'm just letting that one go. Oh, 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 oh my God, Duke. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. I'm sorry we made you wait so long for the super chat. I feel like we owe him a four ninety nine refund or something because he threw in another one asking if we talked about this. Uh, we did not, so we appreciate your uh, fifteen dollars super chat. Finally, Hogue, it is time. Let's talk about Wisconsin legend, <laughs> future defensive player of the year, and a Hall of Famer, Jackhammer Sanborn, or as Mark Carmen would call him, Sandborn. I did get that wrong. I'll forever. <laughs> I apologize. I respect, want the only man. one who's called. Fifty percent of Bears fans are calling him Sandborn at this point. We addressed that yesterday's show, and there's also some Jason Bourne going on out there with the B O U R N E. He he played well. He played he, straight well. He played fast. He's good. He played yeah. fast. So he, so let's talk about this because like I know this turned into a like kind of a bit with me because of the Wisconsin connection, but I did try to tell you guys when they signed him right after the draft. That he's a good player. I don't know that he's going to be like, you know, one of the best linebackers in football, but he has high level instincts that get him around the football. That's what you need. And you saw it yesterday. He, he just looked quick. And, and that's a big thing. I, I kind of question yeah. how was his speed, right, in the open field? He was running down the running backs, uh, Williams and Cup. Like, cracked Jared Goff. Yeah. Cracked him. Yeah. That was I awesome. Mean, two sacks in the game. Should have had a pick. I mean, flying all over the place, sideline to sideline. It was great to see a young guy step up. And, Hoag, you called it. That's off to you. Sackborn. I like it, Eli. Sackborn. That's pretty good. He w- the sack that he had was, a, was awesome. Darting around dudes, getting to the quarterback. He's our best pass rusher right now. Listen to that count. Well, so, and, nope. and, and, well, but here's where this is interesting, because so was Roquan Smith before they traded yes. him. And now – Different position because they move Sanborn yeah. in the middle, but or they move yeah. Moro over and put Sanborn in the middle. But like, yeah, I he, here's he, this is a t- sort of a curveball, but I wanted to bring this up with you because you said this, Corey. I want to say it was after the 49ers game or week two. You questioned if Roquan was in the right position. Yeah, and and, and I we had that conversation in the offseason, too yeah. before they revealed that he was technically moving to the will spot. And, and I understood it. I understood why they looked at him like he yeah. could fly. But part of me, like, looked at Roquan as like, I don't know, man. He's like, to me, he's like the quarterback of your defense. Yeah. I think you're asking him to be too much, asking yeah. him to do too much if you want him to be Shaq Barrett. Exactly. He, not Shaq Barrett. What, my mind oh, you're, you're thinking the, of uh, the line. Darius Leonard? Darius Leonard. Yeah. Sh- yes. Yeah. Plus, Shaq, from, Shaq right Leonard. There. The yeah. Shaq thing's Darius throwing Leonard, me off. Yeah, I don't know why Indy. I just said that. Apologize, yeah. but my point is, if he was that guy, they wouldn't have traded him. Yeah. What I'm wondering is if they just played him in the middle. I still don't think they would have figured out the contract stuff, but I think it might have been a better fit for him. I think 100. I, I think you. I think you it, were right it, on that. It, it's so different. Like even just changing, like oh yeah, he's just moving over a little. Like it changes everything from where you're lined up, from the reads. He got used to for three years going on four of, of reading things from a certain vantage point you know, certain keys, and all of a sudden you move him, and now he's thinking about things. And you could just tell he was a step slower at first, and they moved, and then he was flying around at times. But, yeah, I just think he was in the wrong position trying to change him. Uh, like, yeah, he was playing at a high level at a certain position. And I understand what they were trying to do, 
but that's where you get somebody else to do that. And you got you got to put your players in the best position to succeed. And I feel like they didn't do that. I still think that would have created a tough spot with the contract because yeah. now you're playing, now you're potentially paying a Mike linebacker eighteen million dollars next year, even if you just franchise them. I, I, I still wonder if that would have been the best outcome. That, like, it, I, I, I want know. you to admit that you did not know that Sackborn, Studborn, everything else that's being put in there. You did not know he was this good. You, there's no way you, you you did not you. I, well, I think you believed in him, but you didn't realize that this dude was he ready. Could play at well, a high well, level. By the way, neither yeah. did Ryan Poles, or he would have drafted him. I I got. You, I, you know I, what I mean? Like no need uh, to be defensive. I no, get no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Because this is a great development. It's also one and a half, two games or whatever. Like let's let this play out. It does look legit. But, uh, but I mean, does look but good. I mean, the, to yeah. your first couple games playing yeah. and you're flashing like that, especially how he played. Like that's a good yeah. sign. Go read my Bears things column though, right after the draft. And and when I broke down Sam Warren, I said this guy should be starting at your Sam spot like by some point in the season, which was already kind of a bold thing to say for a guy who was undrafted, exactly. right? But should be in the competition for your starting Sam linebacker. And part of the reason why I liked him is because he could back up all three spots. And if you listen to what Eberflus said back in the offseason, that's how he described his starting Sam. He's like, we want our starting Sam to be playing that spot, but also be able to back up the other two spots if necessary. It's a perfect fit to add Sanborn. Now, if you're asking me, was there a scenario where they trade Roquan Smith, they start Sanborn, and they, like, don't miss Roquan? That is, that's a little, yeah, I was not predicting that by any means. And we're not all the way there, but. No, you got to get your Sanborn jersey. That's for him. You need, that's you. No, everybody. Like, he. We, we all got to go 57? I, 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 I think if he has another strong performance, he it's the legend begins. The, le- the, the Sackborn. Yes. And the Sackborn, Studborn. I, I, and, did, I didn't and, think he was that fast, Hogue, to be honest with you. Great instincts, yeah. too. What, what I saw in the preseason, I was like, oh, okay. Rag says, I'm mad at Hogue, but he did call it. He said, and I quote, Sanborn is always around the football. Quit. Kissing up to home, But Brett. you know what? This, is, this gets to one of my rants <laughs> that I always go through a draft season. Love you, Braggs. Take back all the criticism from earlier in the show. Um, <laughs> uh, we get in these draft conversations, dude, and it's just like some guys are around the football. Yeah. Can it just, they're just football players. Exactly. That's what Jack Sanborn is. He's just a football player. Tough, hard-nosed football player that can run. I, I, hey. Just run. I like him. Speed. There's football speed. This is the NFL. He's the, yeah. speed he's the definition of football speed versus 40 times exactly. speed. Exactly. Well, it's a difference. And he, the football speed matters more. 100%. And the, if, we go, if you go to Twitter, which we tweeted out, you two uh, diagramming what happened on the Lions touchdown to put him ahead. The only guy that was doing anything that he should be doing on that play was Sanborn. <laughs> Following <laughs> his keys, right? <laughs> Sanborn did it right. Yeah. He didn't do anything on the play, but at least he was the dude that he, at least he was chasing. Yeah. He's got to be there in case there's a boot or whatever. But right. yeah, he, he, he was in He's his doing lane. his job. Discipline. Do your job. Finally, we got a discipline player. Do your job. All right, Mike Grom closing it out today. Four ninety nine. Nothing else to say. Just thanks for the shout out. Uh, wanted the win, but moving up almost ten spots softens the blow. It does. Yeah, it without does. a doubt. There's no question. <laughs> I, and hey, I, I had it wrong too. I tweeted out that if if they had lost the Texans game, they have the two pick. If they had lost the Texans game, we'd have the number one overall. We'd have the number one overall pick. We'd have the number one overall. I said that before the First thing. round pick. If, if we had just lost the t- – Offense I, or defense? Real quick. First offense. 
Uh, you got to get one player to help Fields, and then you can get all your defensive guys. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I'm gonna, if you're going to put me on a spot and say offense, I'm going to say offense. But if there is a uh, talented game-changing pass rusher, pass rusher, 100%. Uh, they are they desperately need that right now. I, I, you're, you got positional bias. But, Carm, I, I guess it depends what they do in the free agency, right? What they address yes. in free agency, right? And if we can fill some of those needs based on yeah. early. If there's a Jamar Chase out there, that's my pick. Well, I don't know who that yeah, is. That's a great pick, too. Yeah. You, guys are, you guys are making great picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, here's the best-case scenario that you're going to hear me probably say a thousand times between now and the draft, which is a long ways away, guys. But um, if It's you, only 164 days. Only 164. That's right, Jake. Yeah. Flanagan put that in our Slack channel this morning. Good f- Countdown's good on. Somebody's counting down. If you can get in a position, though, and by the way, of all the takes I've had, this is probably number one wrong thing. I I did not see a scenario in which the Bears had a top five pick, and the quarterback was working out. I thought that those two things worked against each other, and I guess my other concern is like you know, there's so many other things not going right that that made that happen. Yeah, because. And I'm still worried about that. But I really did not see a scenario where Justin Fields would have been this good and the Bears could potentially still have a top five pick. But if they do even get, like, in the top three, that's an amazing situation to be in because they could potentially trade back with a team that wants one of these quarterbacks and really not miss out on anybody because if you're only moving back a couple spots or something, you could still draft your guy, you add more picks. Look at the Eagles right now. The Eagles have the Saints' first-round pick this year. Great feeling. Yeah. The Eagles might win the Super Bowl and have a top five pick. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what Ryan Poles needs yeah. to be working out. Right I, now. I think it'll probably be a receiver because, like the D tackle and DN this year, free agency is a lot better than than the wide receiver free. The agency. wide receiver market is yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. So we're probably we're probably gonna have to end up drafting a guy unless Claypool really you know merges as a number one. Then it kind of you know. Yeah, the that would require almost. playing him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess, I guess we'll see how that. And that again, it's it just the, the the whole benching Nikhil Harry, Valus Jones, it just doesn't really jive with what they should be trying to figure out right now. That's I just that's just what I don't understand. Yeah, I I don't I don't get that one either. Like he's a big physical receiver. Uh, he had a good Cowboys game, had a good touchdown. Like, and then all of a sudden, you pull the rug from him. I don't get that. All right. We have a long way to go on this conversation, but I can promise you that we'll be covering every cranny of what's possible for the Bears going forward as far as what they do. With that, with that lotion stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evo, let's go. Next, Evo. Let's... On the legs. I'm gonna. I'm telling you. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna look. look at that. Look at those ankles. Oh, my God. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> what is going on? How does he? How the short black socks? Wow. What? What? Oh wow! This is a, this is a thirst trap for some people in the. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have some nice things to say about Rex Ryan earlier in the show. What did I say? I don't even that he's adorable. At least everybody in the comments will get that joke. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with, the, yeah. with the foot. With the, he's yeah. got a foot fetish. Foot fetish with his wife. Oh, hey, videos. <laughs> we should probably go. Uh, we got a uh, big Bulls show coming up here in like an hour. Oh, God. what the hell happened to the Speaking Bulls last night? Hey, terrible. Some wow. Io's yeah. coming today. Io's bad, bad day in the office. The, our guys at the DMVR bar yesterday were probably happy about that. At least not yeah. their Broncos. They were struggling a little bit while I was there. Hey, uh, check out CHO Locker. Get that merch. You see I.O. right there rocking it. Love it. Um, Bull show's coming up next. 
Make sure you're following us on Twitter. We had some bonus content up there already today with some videos with Corey Wooten, so make sure you check that out at CHGO underscore sports and underscore bears. You can follow us at Adam Hogue, at Corey Wooten, at the Carm. Go check out Carm's video. I'm kind of mortified. I'm mortified by this this this, this pant situation. <laughs> this is a tough one. Come on. Uh, oh my I, gosh. I, I, I normally have great socks too. Hey. It's just an off day. Wait, wait. Is there a flood in Chicago? Our man is <laughs> hey, flooding. Hey. <laughs> Everybody have a great day. Bye. This will never Bears happen. Nation. Bye. Let's ride. <laughs>